0: This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's Sports Talk Show. 15, 10, 5, touchdown,
1: Kansas City, Damian Williams runs to immortality.
0: Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com.
1: No, I went to Temecula and brought you some dirt. And this is how you use this dirt so no, You like don't, it. don't. You do it
2: like this you get oh, it you sort of rub it on okay now
1: i'm ready to go
0: according to jim is your home for the mcpherson bullpups how about a pull up three grace
1: pilot is good
0: everything happening in the sports world the game is
1: over and the chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its
0: flag on top of football's highest summit and even some things not happening in the sports world
2: i'll probably wrap up in a blanket or something
0: now it's time for according to jim here's jim joiner and steve sell
1: let's do this thing another edition of according to jim right here on 96.7 fm kbbe or for those of you listening online worldwide at midkansasonline.com i'm jim joiner Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, and wearing the exact same shirt that I am today, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Are you having a better day than you had yesterday? Didn't
2: have a very good day yesterday.
1: It was the Steve Sell's no good, very bad day Yeah. yesterday. Not only did he have to hang out with me for like three straight hours in the morning, we then went to go record our McPherson College Coaches show. He gets a flat tire... We try to fix it. I can't get his tire off. I was able to jack the car up, but couldn't get the tire off. Couldn't get the lug nuts to they pop were tight. off. They were Man, real. I, I don't know when the last time was they were popped off. You might have had them glued on there. <laughs> then you just had to slop through the day. You had no car. You had no point in life. No direction.
2: Pointless, aimless, wandering aimlessly. So no you, sense
1: of direction. So you feel better today. I feel.
2: I got my car back. I'm, I'm good to go. I got my car back. Late yesterday afternoon. I'm good to go.
1: Well, as you can hear, I don't sound great.
2: Well, that's why we didn't have a show yesterday.
1: Well, that and we were dealing with your car yeah, troubles. Yeah. I think we probably could have gutted through one yesterday. Yeah. But then we're out there in the snow. We yeah. got some Matt College student who's from Florida had the same car. Yeah. We couldn't get Steve's spare tire off. Yeah. Yeah. It said in the manual, it said there's this latch. Well, there was no latch. There was no latch. So we're just ripping at his spare tire, trying to get the cover off, and we finally did, thanks to our good friend. Yeah. Don't know his name.
2: Yeah, Mr. Florida.
1: Mr. Florida. He's from Winter Garden. Great place. Nice guy. Orlando. Nothing better than a little Orlando. Yeah. My friend from Orlando, Phil, he told me last night, man, it's going to be so cold tomorrow. It's going to be awful. It's going to be like 57 degrees tomorrow.
2: I have a friend in Florida that said that it was in the 50s. And oh, she, 57. She just, she Can you already, imagine? Yeah, couldn't hardly stand it.
1: I can't believe that they have to go through something oh, like that. suffering. The anguish. It. Yeah. The torment. The angst. Man, what a, what a tough day for them, Steve. Yeah. Steve, we have a busy weekend. Yes, a lot of day. bullpup basketball tonight. A lot of bulldog basketball right. tomorrow.
2: And there's a lot of stuff going on that's out of our control that we don't you know, can't go to because we're you know, we're doing uh bullpup and bulldog basketball. But you are got, you
1: referring to swimming?
2: You got swimming going on. I haven't uh checked in the Twitter yet to see uh how the guys are doing. We got regional wrestling going on. Uh we got league bowling going on. So this is this is a real climate you know, swimming is done after this week. Um, you know, Coach Cotton has just had an incredible first year with, with the bullpup swimmers. I, I really believe the Bull Pups this year will earn their first individual state goal. The relay team, we had a two I think it was a four hundred or two hundred freestyle relay team last year. Uh, they won the gold medal. But uh, this year I think either Justice Hampton or William Powers will get an individual goal, maybe two.
1: Well, I've got some updates for you, Steve. Oh, from okay. Topeka. Okay. MHS Bull Pups Twitter has been all over it this morning. Okay, I
2: hadn't checked it when I got back from lunch.
1: So the two hundred medley relay team made the consolation finals, so they're not in the finals tomorrow. Justice Hampton, as well as Matthew Powers and Cody Achilles, make the 200 freestyle finals. Wow. Okay. That was earlier. Reese Vanderhoof and Matthew Powers make the consolation finals in the 100 butterfly. William Powers makes the finals in the 100 freestyle If I remember right, I think that's his best event. That or or maybe a 200 is one of his best events. Justice Hampton makes the finals in the 500 freestyle, where I think he has the best time in the state this year. Cody Achilles makes the consolation finals in that. The 200 freestyle relay team makes the finals as they will try and defend their state championship.
2: Wow, they're flying then.
1: William Powers made the finals in the 100 backstroke, and the 400 freestyle relay team made the finals.
2: Well, and when we talk about finals and consolation, for those who don't follow... Swimming very close. If you're one through eight, you're in the finals. Right. It's one through sixteen that make it. Right. There's six. There's sixteen entries in each event. One through eight makes the finals. Very similar to state track. And if nine. You're and then nine that. through sixteen makes the consos because I mean you've got a ton of kids for the Bull Pups to qualify in that many events. They're going to be easily in the top five in the team because you got those chances. You know you've got a lot of gold medal chances. Uh, the 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 four hundred freestyle relay team uh, they've been as good as anybody in the state. Uh, and then, like I said, Hampton and Powers in two individual events. Uh, you know, you got Achilles, Vanderhoof, you know, they're in some individual events. So the bull pups, even with their small numbers, I mean they only they only have basically about a, a nine man team, ten man team. Uh, they're just doing an incredible job. and we won't just come out and say this, but the
1: reason that they probably can't really win a state championship right now is because they don't have diving. Right. They don't have divers. They don't have a pool where they can dive. And if you could just throw a couple guys out there and maybe get a couple points in diving, then, man, this team could be really scary.
2: Yeah. But what they do, uh, I've said it, I've written it many times, they do more with less than any team in the state. Matt Morrow, who was the head coach until this year, he was coach of the year three times, and that's voted on by his peers. Because I think they recognize the guy has no diving facility. He has like 10 guys on his team, and yet the Bullpups are in the state championship talk every year. So they've got that going today. Also, the Bullpup
1: wrestlers will be down at Valley Center. Yeah. And our timing just didn't work out very well for it to go down and see any regional wrestling today. And it doesn't work out very well tomorrow either because we'll be for a— afternoon Back that day. college basketball yeah, game
2: three and five for the Bulldogs yesterday if they were playing tomorrow, late tomorrow
1: if they were playing late we would have a better chance to go down to wrestling at least for a little bit yeah in the we could go down,
2: yeah we could go down for the consolation rounds and things like that
1: but it makes that difficult but Steve a lot of stuff going on this weekend and I know midkansasonline.com uh, will be very we'll very be proud all over of, it you'll be you'll just be killing it Steve will never leave the station at I don't all this ever weekend. leave the
2: station anyway
1: Steve are you excited to Spend some more time with me while I'm in my sickness.
2: I just don't want to get too near you because I don't want your sickness.
1: I really don't feel that bad. You just sound bad. I just sound bad. Yeah. My throat's been a little sore since Wednesday night. I've told you before that I'm a pretty good internal doctor. I'm I'm good at diagnosing myself. Dr. Jim. I I can feel when it's coming. And and I said it on Wednesday night. I said, ooh, something's coming. And I was kind of a day early. I thought yesterday would be my bad day. Woke up and didn't sound very good today, but... Maybe this is my new tone I'm going
2: for. Well, just as long Very as I gravelly. don't if I have If I have to do play-by-play tonight and you sit there and run the push the buttons, I don't think the fans would like that. I don't think the fans would take to me on my play-by-play. Well, tomorrow. every
1: now and then, Steve, you'll be in the middle of talking while being the color analyst, and then something will happen. And I'll just say it. And, and you'll be like, oh!
2: Grace Pyle oh, just pulled up for three. Oh!
1: Well, sometimes it's not that. you you You, you get a little tripped up. Yeah, And you'll go, yeah, so they're in a great zone defense. And, oh, that one, ooh, uh, not good. yeah, it's yeah, it's out of bounds. <laughs> and uh, we got it. Well, and, I just don't want the so fa- I, Sometimes I'll say, Steve, leave the play-by-play to yeah, me. Yeah,
2: I, I don't want the play-by-play. You know that.
1: You're the color man.
2: I'm something.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I'm not sure what. Steve, I have seen a lot of people talking about recently changes in media before we dive into bullpup basketball tonight, before we dive into everything else going up over the weekend. And you hinted at something with me right before we went on the air and talking about how Sports Illustrated is going back to one month or one edition that is printed a month for Sports Illustrated, which normally was the best weekly news source you could imagine. And I've seen a lot of people in the last 48 hours, really, but a month, two months, talking about the changes in sports media, whether it is High school sports media, whether it is college, whether it is the big time news outlets, ESPN, Yahoo, whatever else you could think of, or big time market publications, Kansas City Star, Wichita Eagle, there's been a lot of changes with some of those places, and and all but much of it for the worst. Right. Well, depending on if you're a sports writer, right, and it, and if you're trying to make a lot of money from it, but I, I w- just wanted to hear you talk about some of the changes that you've seen over the media landscape, and maybe in particular the high school media landscape. Because I mean, you're a a chiseled veteran
2: in high school sports I'm, media. I'm like the last man standing. Not many people are older than you. Rick Peterson and I are like... T- Rick Peterson's at the Topeka Capital Journal, and he is older than me, so he, if I'm dirt, he's old man dirt. <laughs> but, uh, no... You, It's really interesting when we go to games and, and, you know, the guys that are covering the games are like, they're not even half my, they're less than half my age. And I'm just like, man, I'm just like a dinosaur. But, you know, I, I look at, I look at a lot at Kansas coverage because, you know, that's, I like to look at other, you're not a big fan of Idaho sports. No. Okay. But, but I, I just look at the changes, you know, uh, I used to always love to open the Wichita Eagle, Hutch News, Salina Journal, and look for box scores on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, box scores have gone the way of the dinosaur, and I know a lot of that's made a lot of old timers sad. And also, you look at like just take the Eagle for example. About three or four years ago, they were having eight pages of sports on Saturday. They had they had coverage of every Wichita City League game. Now, if, I think I haven't looked at it lately, but there was a Saturday. I don't even know if are they even printing on Saturday anymore. I was thinking Saturday they don't print anymore. I don't know about everything. Everything has gone online though, and that's why one reason I got out of print. I could see where it was going. I had a chance to go online here. I went online, but it, it's just it's it's very sad when you grew up a certain way. You were in it a certain way. You know, I was in print for over 30 years and i saw where it was heading print was dead print was dying and everything's gone to the online but it just doesn't seem like you know at least in kansas there's the coverage like there was before and you know i look around all my friends are gone out of the business uh you look bob davidson up at salina my my great man bob davidson He, uh, you know, he's not at Salina anymore. Janet Chadwick, gone from Wichita. Uh, You know, Bob Lutz, gone from Wichita. Now,
1: I will say this, though, Steve, although some of your more traditional media outlets that you were associating with here, some of those have changed, but because of the Internet and because of different forms of being able to be a sports reporter— there is a lot of great coverage. Sites like Sports in Kansas right, do a phenomenal right, job. Right. Vite Magazine, they do a nice job online. Kansas Pre-Game. There are more avenues but, to do it but now, the average, but the traditional way the is average, different. But the
2: average person, you know, doesn't know all those av- We know all those avenues.
1: I don't know. I think the average person does. You really think so? Yeah. I, I think that if they are used to being covered that way, if they If you do. went to the
2: roundhouse tonight and got a poll of a 1,000 people... Well, let's say hundred people. How many of them would say I know about sports in Kansas? I think a decent
1: amount of them people, really I, I think people under 50 really? Nothing wrong with people and over see, I, 50. I,
2: I, I, I think especially under 60. I don't I don't agree with that, but I, I I just don't think I just don't think people we know about it just because we're in the know, and we know all these people, but it just you know, you walk in and, and ask somebody. Did you see that story on sports in Kansas today? And they might say, what are you talking about?
1: I think more people than you think know because people are on Facebook, they're on Twitter, they're on Instagram, and they see these things. And that's kind of the new age of it. And we were talking about Sports Illustrated and, and other places that forever had reigned as king. Sports Illustrated has had to do things differently. And it's not because of the great writers that work there, whether it's places at the Eagle like Hayden Barber or Dylan Sherwood at the Salina Journal. You mentioned Rick Peterson in Topeka. It's not their fault. It's it's a lot of people coming from up up top in terms of changing the way that they print things, changing the way that everything works. But all these people still do a great job. It's just a lot of it's online.
2: Yeah, and also, though, their resources have been cut back Right. They they are not allowed to cover as much as they used to. I mean, you look at what Hayden Hayden is a really good, you know, sports writer. But now he's covering other things. They've kind of I I you know, it's not that he's neglecting the high school coverage. He does what he's allowed to do and and what he does is really good. But it's not like when they used to cover every city league game, they had they had correspondence, they had Lionel, our man well, Lionel. You know what it comes down to, right? Money. Right. Right. And there's just not the money in print anymore. And that's why things and that's drastically change. And that's what makes me sad, because I'm still, at heart, I'm an old print guy.
1: That just means you and I don't have much longer.
2: Well, well.
1: it means that the, the time is coming.
2: Well, I'm, like I say, I'm a dinosaur. Oh, that's true. You just don't, you know, people say, golly, you were back, you know, and. I was a little kid I grew up reading you, and now I got grand you know, grandkids. So, you know, I'm seeing three generations now. I'm covering grandkids of kids that I covered when I first got here. You're just old. Ooh. That's
1: what it comes down to. Scary. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, let's talk a little bullpup basketball tonight. Let's do. As they take on the Circle T birds, couple of league championships are up for grabs tonight. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, ninety six point seven FM KBBE.
0: You are listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at MidKansasOnline.com.
1: We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve Sell. Yes, sir. I do know one person that thinks you're right. Who's that? Our guy, Derek Sawyer. Really? He messaged and said he's an official. Obviously, his brother is... Coach Lance Sawyer, right, and he says that he rarely thinks about going to those other outlets for news. He says he's just mad at newspapers, and he, he said that you're right, and I said, well, Steve's always right. You should know that by now. Well,
2: hell, no, but yeah, um, it, I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed the way the the professions just kind of died. So um, online's where it's at, baby. Mid Kansas, MidKansasOnline.com. That's I why mean, Steve Sell will never die. Well. I I will say our hits have really stayed steady or gone up, and we're just thankful that we got so many people to go to our website and justify what we do, and uh, it's always gratifying to get the numbers on Monday and to see wow we're 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 up there.
1: Well, Steve, we're excited for a busy night of basketball inside the Roundhouse as McPherson will take on the Circle T Birds. The Bullpub girls and boys are playing for outright league championships tonight, and the winning streaks in terms of league championships for both of these programs are pretty incredible. Right. For the McPherson girls, they've won twelve in a row, twelve league championships in a row. Seven of those in ABCTL Division Two, and I think maybe even one of those stretched into Division One, and then eight straight or seven straight here in Division Three. They have won a league title on the girls' side in 22 of the last 25 seasons. That's staggering. And they have had 41 available league seasons in their 51 years of, of playing, and they have won 27 league championships. They have finished second place or better 32 times. Okay. That's not bad on the girls' side. Not bad. On the boys' side, they're looking for an eighth straight league championship. They have won 12 out of the last 13 league championships – and they have won 16 league championships since the start of the new millennium. Calendar year? The new millennium. I you know, see. The, mm-hmm. the the thousands. Okay. The twos. I don't know anybody called it that. Well, They've won 41 league championships in 82 seasons of basketball.
2: Hey, that's just crazy numbers. Silly numbers.
1: 62 of those 82 seasons they have finished in second place or better. <laughs> that's 76% of the time. 69 out of 82 seasons, the boys have finished in third or better, 84%. Okay. They haven't finished less than third place in their league since the 1982-1983 season.
2: Wow. Isn't that crazy? And I remember that 82-83 season. They weren't a bad team that year. They were 500 and then lost. And they were in a good league. Yeah, and they lost in the sub-state. That's back when, that's back when we were with Derby and Hutch and Campus, Arc City, Winfield, Wellington. I mean, that was the that was the solid days of Ark Valley. But think about all the, the good teams that they had to play oh, at those times too. Yeah. And to not
1: finish less than third. Yeah. Do you know how many teams would be very excited about a third place finish yeah. in league play? And look
2: how much bigger Derby's always been, Hutch has always been. Campus is bigger. Ark City's bigger. Newton's bigger. I mean, you know, I I kind of miss the old single. Arc Valley League, because you had to bring it every single night. There were no, you know, Winfields, although, you know, Winfield was in the league that year, but but not like they are now, or El Dorado's. There weren't those games where you just showed up and said, I know we're going to win. This is going to be by how much. But, you know, back in those days, you had to be ready to play every night or you could get beat. Well, Steve, it's also
1: senior night tonight inside the roundhouse, and both McPherson boys and girls teams have four seniors, and all four of them are very highly decorated. The numbers while they've been here, I think I gave them to you earlier today, right. are extremely good. The girls are 82 and 9 in the last four seasons. And so, at a lot of places, that would be the greatest senior class in program history. Yeah. In terms of wins, I don't know if this group is even in the top five because there have been a lot of really, really good records for senior classes. On the boys side, they're 69 and 19, and both of these teams have lost in the single digits of games at home, yeah. in their four years. And
2: in the league, they've both dominated, just unbelievably dominated.
1: Well, this senior class on the girls' side has never lost a league game. Right. The boys have lost one, and that right. came against the Circle T-Birds, who we see tonight. Hey, Jude. Hey, Jude Warren, going for 50 points.
2: Yeah, still the strangest game i ever seen.
1: But we are excited to see these teams here tonight, and I know that we will hear from the seniors after the games tonight, and one of our favorite nights as well. But in terms of league championships being on the line, the McPherson girls, they are 17-1. and Circle comes in with a record of 15-2. and and it's very simple if the girls win tonight then they win the league championship outright Correct. the boys already have clinched at least a share of it and can win it outright with a win tonight to get to 9 and 0
2: and do not wait you know until like halftime of the girls game the girls game is the highlight of the night circle's 15 and 2 like you mentioned the bullpup 17 and 1 Bullpups struggle with circle down at tawanda in the uh, first one you and i didn't get to go that game that was during the McPherson Invitational. Right. So we really didn't get to see that game. But if I remember right, we were down like a point at the half of them. They were down a lot of the game. Yeah, they were In down. some foul trouble,
1: Cassidy Beam had a big game to finish strong and help them win. But I think that sometimes the McPherson girls have fallen victim to they're really, really good, and people just show up and say, at about halftime, and say, well, I knew they were going to win. Yeah. That might not be the case tonight. This no. is a very good team Yeah, that they're playing.
2: Exactly. So, um Get there early. Uh, Circle Girls only lost by 11 the first time. Uh, and they're in a fight for the number one seed in Class 4A West. They've got a lot to play for. And you know they, they would like to earn a share of that championship because the Bullpups know even if they they, they lose tonight, they're going to win on Tuesday. Augusta is really, really down this year. I mean, even I think Eldorado and Winfield both beat them maybe at some point this year. So uh, got the Bullpups need to win tonight to win it outright. And both teams, it would be number 13 in a row for the girls
1: in terms of league championships and the Circle, eight in a row for the boys. And the
2: Circle boys are very scrappy. We saw them. We went down the – we slipped – you know, that's the night we slid down the, to Wanda. Coach Kinnaman said he did a 360 on some back road. Yeah, he tried, he, he tried to take a back road, and uh, it was not a, not a good plan. And, uh, but Circle, the reason why they always have a chance, they shoot a ton of threes. A lot of threes. A lot of threes. And the Roman kid can really shoot it. They've got a couple. They had another player whose name escapes me now. Had like 13 in that game. Uh, The little guard. uh, He wasn't bad. And they always have a puncher's chance just because they shoot the three. And then after tonight, Steve, they're down to just
1: one regular season game. It will be on the road at Augusta on Tuesday. And. What a war in the boys' game. The boys' game. That will be a monster game in terms of McPherson's standings in 5A West. For Augusta and 4A West, and that is a huge one. Remember, two years ago, we didn't get to play that game. That's right. It was going to be the last game of the year, yep. and it didn't happen because of some bad weather, and we just couldn't get a makeup date. Right. And so this will be that second chance. And when we went down to Augusta last year, man, it was a crazy game between those two teams.
2: Yeah, and I still, you know, Augusta is the second best team in the league. How Bueller beat them by 19 still just flummoxes me because uh, Augusta's got, you know, they got great shooters. They got the big man inside, and in Davidson Bullpups played one of their best games of the year when they beat Augusta here. Beat them double digits, if I remember right. But it should be
1: a fun one tonight, Steve. Yeah, six o'clock for the girls' game. Right, and you'll make one more pitch. Say, don't miss the girls' game. Don't tonight. miss the
2: girls' game tonight. It's it's for the, it's uh it's two state ranked teams, and uh, hopefully Miss Emma Ruddle is back tonight. I don't know, is she back? Queen Am- Emma,
1: I don't know, but Am- yeah, Emma
2: Ruddle did not play due to illness the other night, but. Bullpups are going to need her tonight. There's no doubt about that. Hopefully, she's ready to go. Hopefully, she can go.
1: Steve, we'll take one more break. We'll preview what's coming up for the rest of the weekend. We'll get your big prediction for
2: KU Baylor. Big one. 11 o'clock game. That is so weird. I don't like 11 o'clock games. Well, we'll get your take on it here next. All
1: right. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE.
0: You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM, KBBE, or online at midkansasonline.com.
1: Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Steve Sell. We're running out of time today, but number one, the Bulldog basketball teams will be at home on Saturday to take on the Ottawa Braves.
2: 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock. Matinee. Matinee. Bring your
1: popcorn. That's right. Get a little dinner, which will probably be popcorn at the sports center. Really big game for the men. The women have been mathematically eliminated, but the men with a win would be the number four seed, meaning that they are at home for the opening round for the conference tournament next week. So it's a huge game for them against the number one team in the conference. And Steve, I we're running out of time. So I need your prediction for KU Baylor. I think
2: KU gets it done. You know, normally I'm kind of a very gloomy guy when, no. it, when it comes to KU, what do but, you mean? but history tells me Bill Self doesn't get swept by any team in the big 12.
1: And it feels like to me, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but down in Waco, they've, they've really played, played pretty they've well. They've
2: played pretty, pretty well down there. I'm going KU with this one. I just feel like they're really starting to play well. And it, the determining factor, here's my prediction. The team that makes the most threes wins.
1: That's a pretty good prediction.
2: Yeah, but KU gets a lot of their points in the paint, so they've got to find a way to make more threes than Baylor to win.
1: Bill Self, I think he gets it done.
2: I think he does, too. Big doke.
1: 11 a.m., thriller.
2: Oh, I can hardly wait. Normally, I'm sleeping 11 a.m. on Saturday because we've done a game on Friday night, and then I've worked all morning with Coach's Show and Mid-Kansas Online. And we're going to have a lot of stuff to post In the morning, so
1: that's right. Steve, we'll see you tonight. Let's do it. Look for the two guys wearing the black sweatshirts. Yeah. We have the exact same one on. Yeah. But we look good. Well, you do. I know come on, Steve. Don't sell yourself short.
2: (laughs) You're looking great over there. (laughs) Well, it'll be a lot of fun. Just admit it. Just say you look good. I don't look good. But let's be there. (laughs) Be tune in at five forty for the pregame six o'clock opening tip.
1: Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight inside the Roundhouse.
0: According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson,